The first atomic bomb was dropped on Hiroshima. Over humanity! The fires of frustration and discord are burning. And Let us not forget for a moment the toils and efforts that lie ahead. They say that those who forget their history are condemned to repeat it. This is the History Lessons Podcast with certified financial planning practitioner Patrick Huey, author of History Lessons for the Modern Investor and your guide to financial wisdom in the past, present, and future. You ready? Good. Let's get historical. Historical? For sure, dude. This is the History Lessons Podcast for the week of January 22nd, 2024. I am Patrick Huey, author of History Lessons for the Modern Investor. And if you are a modern investor seeking some historical perspective, again, you find yourself in the right place. This week, we'll be talking about winter storm warnings, the business of barnacles, and taxes in retirement. But first... The news. Well, as the winter weather settles across the country, the economic landscape experiences its own chill this week with varied impacts on different sectors. Let's delve into the recent data, painting a picture of frigid weather for the housing market and industrial production with relative warming trends in retail sales and corporate earnings. First up, existing homes. Those sales wrapped up 2023 on a subdued note, declining by 1% in December. And this downturn marked the weakest annual sales performance since 1995. For home buyers, maybe it's cold inside. A rapid decline in interest rates might offer some relief, but only if the inflation blizzard is well and truly past us. A similar story for housing starts in December, which froze solid with a 4.3% decline following a surge in November. The industrial production report for December was chilly as well with a modest 0.1% increase in the headline index. However, a closer look reveals a 0.2% overall production decline when factoring downward revisions from previous months. Burr. Now, contrary to broader economic trends, retail sales beat expectations in December, rising 0.6%. Nine out of 13 major categories witnessed an upward movement, indicating a positive note in consumer spending. Despite other economic uncertainties, consumers seem to be active and enjoying the holiday season this year. Corporate earnings reports are providing some surprising strength, with S&P 500 operating earnings per share showing a 4.1% year-over-year growth for the fourth quarter, at least so far. Not all the reports are in. But excluding financials, results have exceeded expectations so far, showcasing a more positive potential picture. As winter tightened its grip on the country and the economy in December of 2023, the real estate market faced most of the headwinds, while other sectors experienced mixed performances. The decline in interest rates brings a ray of sunshine and potentially hope, explaining the recent thaw in the stock market. Next up, we'll charge the Wayback Machine and head back in time for this week's history lesson. But first, this word. Interest rates are rising, and your annuity purchased in the last decade might not be keeping up, which means your financial plan may be falling behind. So if you own a deferred annuity, fixed, indexed, or variable worth more than $250,000, 
Now is the time to review it and make sure it is doing all that it can for you and your financial plan. Let us help you keep your retirement on track. Introducing Victory Independent Planning. VIP turns complex financial matters into clear and confident solutions so you can relax and enjoy retirement whenever it arrives. Get the Annuity Review Kit now. This complimentary kit includes a variety of checklists, resources, and ebooks to review the fees, features, and flexibility, or lack thereof, in your current annuity contract. It will even help you assess your overall investment goals and the people who are offering you advice. Get the kit today, because you can't teach an old annuity new tricks. To learn how VIP can help you review your annuity, click on the link in the show notes or go to victoryindependentplanning.com. That's victoryindependentplanning.com. Sign up for peace of mind today. Oh, Alexa, charge the Wayback Machine and set it for 1839 AD. Charging Wayback Machine. On January 24th, 1839, Charles Darwin was elected as fellow of the Royal Society of England. Now, Darwin was the man who got his start studying the Castraca Cirripedia, say that three times fast, aboard a ship of discovery. He sailed in 1831, spending years at sea on HMS Beagle, beholding the wonders of the common barnacle. And any seagoer will tell you that there were plenty of Thicostraca Cirripedia to look at. He continued his observations on land while in Brazil, Patagonia, and the Galapagos Islands, collecting numerous species, including those of small birds. Back home, he became fascinated by the human adaptations of the common pigeon. Though he's more often associated with the Galapagos finch, it was the lowly pigeon whose selective breeding helped solidify his thesis for On the Origin of Species. And that was the book that laid the foundation for the theory of evolution by natural selection. The book represents a pivotal moment in the history of science, challenging prevailing religious and scientific views of the time. Observations of diverse species and their adaptations to different environments provided critical support for the idea of evolution with modification. Darwin's contributions left an enduring legacy, shaped the field of biology, and influenced scientific thought across disciplines. So, is this stock market evolving? After a year in which very few stocks dominated for most of the year, are we seeing a broadening of the market and an adaptation to a new economic cycle? Is this a pivotal moment? Well, yes, at least it was up until the end of 2023. Now, corporate earnings from that period seem to be surprising to the upside in every sector that isn't the financials. Sectors tied to consumer spending report declining inventories, better cost management, and expanding margins. And yet, the technology sector is again leading the market slightly higher year-to-date, while the average stock in the S&P 500 is slightly negative. Now, it's still early in the year, so the trend of late 2023 may yet reassert itself. And it is possible for the tide of the tech renaissance to lift all the other boats, barnacles and all. But that's just a theory. We'll have to wait and see how fast evolution can actually work its magic. Wayback Machine disengaged. Returning to the year 2024. Finally this week, it's on to the mailbag. You've got mail. This week's question of the week was, 
Will my taxes go down in retirement? Well, many of us, including me, because this is how I was taught, have been operating for a long time under what I think of as a popular myth now, and that is that our tax rates will almost automatically be lower in the future, particularly in retirement as they are today. Uh, and therefore, we often choose savings vehicles that defer our tax bill until a later date. Uh, things like traditional IRAs and 401ks uh, are two examples. Now, for the children of the Depression and the early baby boomers, they probably did fall into that lower tax bracket in retirement. They often stopped taking vacations. They spent less money uh, than when they were working, and they tightened their belts uh, in order to be able to live on that quote-unquote fixed income in retirement. For others, especially the later boomers, um, they're now having a different lifestyle in retirement. They're going to every new restaurant, they're traveling the world, and they're spending time at the lake house with the kids and grandkids. So their retirement spending actually may outpace that of their working years, at least for some years of their retirement. Retirement for them is really seen as the reward for their years of hard work and savings, and they are looking to be rewarded. They're looking to maintain their income in retirement, and they're looking to meet their goals and dreams by doing that. Now, because of that, we often don't fall into a lower tax bracket in retirement for a couple of reasons. Number one, we have fewer tax deductions. Generally, by retirement, the home's paid off. If you're lucky, the children are out of there uh, by the time you've sold it. Um, second, they want to travel. They want to enjoy the hobbies that they didn't have time for while they were working. And that often means more spending. And third, future tax rates are actually likely to be higher. I'm going to say that again. Future tax rates are actually likely to be higher than during many people's working years. Historically speaking, we're currently at some of the lowest tax rates we've ever seen in our nation's history and yet we continue to spend uh, quite a bit of money through the government. I know it doesn't feel like we're living through a low tax environment or a time period, but we are. So the answer to the true or false question that we're posing here, will your taxes be lower in retirement? As always, it depends. Everyone's situation is different, but I think this is most likely false now for many of us. Well, my fellow historians, that is all for this week. Check out my book, History Lessons for the Modern Investor. That's available on Amazon.com. And be sure to do all the social stuff with us. Like this episode, follow us wherever you see or hear your podcasts. We're available on Substack, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or YouTube. Until next week, when we'll take another rollicking romp through the past and make an investment in your future with History Lessons for the Modern Investor. See you next week. <laughs>